Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Welcome back to The Deal Board, everybody. And this week, we have a special podcast. We're living in unprecedented times, still living through the COVID scare. I mean, hopefully once this launches, it it will no longer be, but I I think we'll still be in lockdown for most of the states. Um, And what we've done is we've put together a survival guide for small businesses. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is unprecedented time, uh, especially for small businesses, certainly in the hospitality industry. Uh, you're seeing the restaurants and anything that's travel related. Both of us are in hot spots of travel related uh, places. You're in the middle of uh, or at the end of ski season. Uh, we are in the middle of season here in South Florida. But that's true all across the country as they close these uh, small businesses. And, you know, we we both were talking to a reporter from USA Today yesterday talking about that it's not just tourists related or hospitality related business, it affects everybody. It's really, you're seeing the trickle down effect here. So if you think about a business, let's take the restaurant industry, for example, because most restaurants are shut down across the country right now. Um, And a restaurant probably has 10 to 15 vendors that they would do business with. And as soon as they have to close up shop, they cut those expenses and it just trickles down from there and there. And it also creates a lot of uncertainty. So a lot of business owners um, are starting to cut back expenses. And that's actually one thing we recommend in this bridge plan is because if you haven't been hit um, by the COVID virus or by the regulations um, closing businesses in your area, it may happen to you sooner. You might feel that trickle down effect. And even excluding COVID, you know, we've been here before, you know, we've been here through 9-11, Andy, you've been there through hurricanes, we've been here through blizzards, economic downturns. It's always good to have a backup and an emergency plan you can enact so you can survive different phenomenons that happen to your business. Yeah, I mean, we're all trying to save our businesses and be smart. And uh, I have to say, thank God that I've been running my business uh, like it's 2009 because, you know, we were so shattered in 2009, 2010, 2011. And here's the good news. I don't think it's 2009, 2010, 2011. Yes, will this have a kind of a hangover effect on the economy maybe throughout the end of the year? But there's real no underlying horrible financial mess that we're in other than the one we're making right now. But I think we'll recover pretty quickly. And of course, we learned a lot during the economic downturn. They threw a trillion dollars into the economy. They were worried about whether that would work. And it worked sort of brilliantly. And uh, so I think they're going to get some money in the hands of everyday Americans. They're going to get some money in the hands of uh, small business. Uh, You could already go to SBA.gov and apply for a loan in many places in the United States. Um, A lot of states are having their own programs, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But again, this is temporary. This is temporary and we have to hang in there. And so this is a great plan for you just to kind of go over and kind of implement with your partners, with your vendors, with your 
everybody. We'll talk about that in a minute, right? Right. All right. So we're trying to keep it pretty simple. It's called the bridge plan and we're going to go through it today. But if you do want a copy of the bridge plan, you can go to tworld.com slash bridge. And we'll put that in the show notes too. So you can download a hard copy for yourself. But let's jump in, Andy. So let's start with the B in bridge. What's the B? The B is break even. And that is your goal. And I understand if you're closed, if you're an absolutely closed restaurant, you have to bring down, the B could also stand for burn rate, but you have to bring it down. So you have to understand what your break even is or what your burn rate is. And you have to go over your expenses. And so you could survive literally for months. So, you know, your goal is to review expenses and see uh, what your break even is right now. Right. And, you know, it's, it's actually good if you're, if you're listening to the show, you're probably thinking about selling a business or, or maybe buying a business too, but it's also going to increase your profit margin down the road once everything comes back. And, you know, I think in good times, some businesses run a little fat and happy and it's fine. I mean, we do it ourselves. We try different marketing techniques when we have extra cash flow to see what works and what doesn't, but this is the time to get your expenses down. It's also the time to, you know, live, leverage some credit lines if necessary. It's the whole game is trying to figure out how many months of cash and how many months can you sustain in the current economic environment we have. So, you know, take out your, take out your PL, take out your credit card statements, your bank statements, go through every single expense and ask yourself if it's really necessary. And then also have a really good grasp on what your realistic potential revenue is and keep that updated, you know, daily, weekly, depending on what your business is, have a break-even analysis that you're running pretty regularly. Um, I mean, right now we're running ours on a daily basis. Yeah, we're going to do the same. Uh, and, you know, I've already looked at, I looked at my break-even and I said, okay, uh, I think we're, you know, uh, we're going to run exactly, or, you know, we've not exactly, we've already made changes, but uh, we'll run this way through April 1st. Then we're going to take another look at April 1st. Then we'll take a look at April 15th. So that's the kind of thing you want to do. Don't give up and just walk away. Listen, uh, your landlord uh, doesn't want your business. Uh, You know, the government doesn't want your business. Nobody wants your business and everybody wants you to be back. So do anything you can to kind of start the process and understand you where you are. And you started to talk about the second thing that you have to do, the R. So what's the R? Reduce expenses. And this is one, so like I said, you're going to look through everything. But like Andy mentioned too, especially right now, this is unprecedented. Like most businesses are mandated to be shut down right now. Your landlord is willing to work with you. Your credit card companies are willing to work with you. So take a look at everything. Where can you reduce in any areas? Um, and, you know, you have to be a little bit ruthless about this. And this isn't long term. You know, like we said, this is short term. So maybe you're turning off some marketing things didn't work in the short term. You can add those back on. It's very easy to turn back on Google campaigns, Facebook campaigns, things like this once everything clears up. Yeah, you got to look at everything. And again, if there's government programs, if they start sending people $1,000 checks and that could include your employees, work with your employees and say, hey, listen, you can get this money here. Let's save this money here so we have a job to come back to. Uh, You know, work with your landlords. You and I have already spoken to some of our big vendors uh, about doing something and they're receptive. Everybody is receptive. And, you know, the hardest decision, of course, is people. And you want to, you know, you might have to furlough some people, you might have to keep them, uh, you know, reduce their salaries, but, you know, do it and do it now and make sure that, you know, you're, you're being nice to people and you're partnering with them and, 
And listen, we we're already doing it in our companies. We're asking our we're asking our partners uh, to reduce things. They just shut in uh, in my county. They just shut all non-essential businesses as of today. I think it's going to be an order as of today. I don't know how my landlord charges me rent for April if we're not in there. But again, we're going to be partners in this. And you've already seen the SBA came out with, if you have an SBA loan, you could ask for a deferment for up to six months. So there are already ways that you can reduce your overhead and uh, you need to attack it today. Yeah. One thing, one, I think silver lining I'm seeing through all this thing is all business owners are in this together and the supportiveness and the connectedness is is just really amazing. And people are here to help each other through this. So don't walk away, have conversations with your vendors, have conversations with your employees too. I know that's the hardest part, but sitting down, I, I mean, they, they're watching the news. They know what's going on. So having conversations with them and, and laying out some options, um, understanding what your options are. It's really smart to talk to an employment attorney and understand what furlough means versus what layoffs mean in your states. In some states, if you furlough them, they can't apply for unemployment. So what is really best for the employees and the business? Yeah, and you know, you're already seeing uh, some new laws come into effect, as you said. So you got to check those as well. Uh, but I just had a vendor email us yesterday who's in the magazine business who we have a contract with. We have a contract. They could have ran the magazine and put it on the shelf, but they decided not to do that. They're not going to do the magazine. They're not going to charge us. I, I emailed her back. I said, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for being a partner. You know, so so that's what we're looking for for everybody. So, and you just started to talk about the next one. Uh, which is- I keep jumping ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, actually you talked about the fourth one, but the next one, I, the I is increase income. Now that's going to be very hard if you're closed. So they just closed all non-essential businesses here in my county, as I just said. So that's going to be tough, but but there's a long list of exceptions in that document, which included businesses that could operate virtually. So we could keep- operating because as you can see uh if you're if you're listening you can't see but jessica and i are both in our home offices and we're you know operating from home and we are open for business uh to help business owners uh through this process but anything you could do to increase income we talked about it uh over the last few days uh you're seeing restaurants come come be creative i see catering companies uh coming up with drop-off food for to your home. I mean, these were commercial caterers. Yeah. And there, I mean, there's a lot of things have been turned into drive-through. I've seen drive-through liquor stores. I mean, the, obviously the drug stores are implementing their drive-throughs if they already have them for testing kits, but they're also doing it if you want to buy some things there. What can you do in your industry that can pivot a little bit so you can increase your income? And maybe it doesn't increase today, right? Like we said, it's challenging, but can you do something that's going to uh, increase your pipeline, especially if you're in a long sales cycle. I mean, we're all we're all at home right now. We have many less responsibilities than we typically do. So sitting down and brainstorming how you can increase your income and doing some marketing and prospecting activities around that, now's the best time. Yeah, I think what we're seeing in the world right now is a complete freeze, right? Everybody's just frozen in place and no one's going to spend money if they don't have to. Uh, 
but that's going to end right as as and again i just want to say that we're not minimizing that at all we're not medical doctors and so we're not going to try to address what's going on in the medical world it is awful we understand that but as business people we have to support the business community keep going that's our job our job is to keep the economy going so so if you think we're somehow minimizing this we're not so this is going to continue to progress and at some point it's going to get to the point where there's a peak and there's and you're seeing it already in the stock market some days they're already saying oh we see the you know we see the end of this and perhaps not quite and people are trying to predict whether it's 6 months 18 months three months, whatever it is, but there's going to be a peak. And as that peak hits, uh, we're going to talk about jumping ahead again, but you can have some income. And so try to figure out what you can do as this starts to, as you start coming out of this. And for some reason, if you're in an industry right now, that is, um, there is demand for it. So like, you know, you, we all know that if you sold toilet paper, you're killing it right now. If you try to sell freeze-dried food, you're killing it right now. But, you know, I've also heard from a lot of the consumer brands, everyone's sitting at home and online. And millennials are still online spending money. So if you're sitting in one of those businesses where that's your market, now's a big, big time to capitalize and increasing an in income too. Even if you've been, say you've been traditional retail um, your entire business career, maybe now's the time to launch your website or launch an online store and capture that market that is spending some money. So there is there is definitely some upside in people being at home and being in front of their computers, in front of social media 24-7. Right, right. So what's the next? What's the D in bridge? The D, and this is when I jumped, jumped ahead of, but D is disclose. Um, so in situations like this, communication and honesty is really key. And this is, we've talked about this. We talked about it with the expenses. It's it's not just your team, but it's with your customers, your creditors, vendors. You know, don't bear, bear the brunt of this yourself and surround yourself with people that are, they're all willing to help right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, you you need to be honest with everyone, including your employees and work with your employees and partner with them. Again, if they come out with thousand dollar checks and they come out, you know, maybe you can work with them and say, Hey, listen, I know we can get you that thousand dollar check. Let's get it. We'll take it off your payroll for now. Uh, I, if, if, if I do any payroll reductions uh, in the next month or two, um, I will tell everybody, you know, once things return, uh, I did this in 2009. I took a 2000 or 2010. We took a 10% pay cut across the board. And by 2011 or 12, we had returned all that money to everybody. And so I think that's what you can do. Um, but just disclose, be honest, uh, try to take the fear. Listen, it's the fear of the unknown right now. Don't make your business another place where there's unknowns. Yeah. I mean, people fear uncertainty and they crave safety. And if you can create that environment from them, you actually, through this type of situation, you're going to strengthen your culture. Um, I've heard from a lot of uh, my mentors, probably you too, Andy, that these types of situations will either kill your culture or they'll strengthen it to the point where it's unbreakable. Um, and that's the opportunity you have of this communication and this honesty with your team and also with your other partners. Um, like we we keep saying, we're all in it together. You can develop stronger vendor relationships. You can develop a better relationship with your landlord, which is very important to have, like we talked about, if you're potentially selling down the road. So it's just an opportunity to be human, be honest, um, and, and just accept the help that people are willing to give. Yeah. You know, again, I said, I said 10%. I cut everything by 10%. I cut my vendors. I cut my landlords. 
And every landlord, save one, and I won't mention their big name, was was willing to work with me. Eventually, we kind of rolled the back rent because I, I think I did it for about a year. I mean, it was almost a full year that we rolled the rent back. And then when those leases came due, we cut a deal. We said, okay, let's roll this in or, you know, let's... And it, it worked out for everyone. Everyone was really super... Um, super understanding and willing to work. And that kind of leads us to the next one. The G in bridge is get to work and be great at this. Like you said, people are, this will make or break your culture. And I think 2009 to 2012 made the culture at trans world. My employees, you know, understood that, you know, when I took something, I literally gave them the choice. I said, somebody's going home or we're all taking 10% cuts. And we took 10% cuts. We might do the same thing this time. But again, oh, the, the, the silver lining in this, um, you know, talking about the communication and get working and keep everybody in the, in the process is that uh, we have tools like Zoom. Yeah, Zoom's a great tool. And actually, I think their stock price is skyrocketing right now. <laughs> but um it allows you still to connect with people and you can still do your networking one-to-ones. I mean, I think we talked a while back of these virtual coffee meetings that you can do and things like that. And everybody is online and everyone's craving connection. So now's the time to like pick up the phone, connect with people you haven't talked to in a while. Um, Think about how you can deliver more value to your market and to your customers. But it's just, it's easier than ever. And unlike 2008, 2009, 2010, we have every tool that we could work virtually in the same capacity that we're doing in our offices. Yeah, just think about it. 2009, I mean, it's 10 years ago, no DocuSign, no Zoom, no, uh, you know, the email was rudimentary at that time. I mean, you know, sending documents back and forth. I mean, it's just, it's a new world. Uh, and we might have a new normal. I mean, this might, we, we could talk about that in another podcast of what will you know, social distancing and what will online working, how will that, you know, continue to last throughout? And I think there's going to be some major changes moving forward. But again, please get working and don't panic. Be the leader, be the leader in your community, be the leader in um, helping others, uh, your neighbors, those less fortunate. Uh, You know, I saw one of the leaders uh, set up a fund uh, in my community for uh, hourly workers at restaurants Everybody's really trying and we all need to be a part of the solution. Certainly not part of the problem. Stop buying toilet paper, everybody. Yes, seriously. I saw somebody in Australia has 12 years worth of toilet paper. Really? Like, who knows? Anyway, but, but be a leader. This is a time to give value back. And, you know, you can use the stress for either for good or you can use the stress to kind of motivate you. I hear a lot of business owners talk about how they almost romanticize the startup period, right? And I think part of the startup period that's so romantic is you have have so much motivation, you have so much energy, you know, turn the, turn the tables and spin this into, this is another kind of startup phase where you have, you have that energy, you have that motivation, use it to work, use it to give value, use it to give back to your communities and kind of, dovetailing into our last one, use it to, what was the E, Andy? The E was Excel. You know, just as you implement all the things that we just told you to quote unquote bridge and save your business, 
be ready to excel. There is going to be huge opportunity because of this. Uh, and just why don't you go over some of those opportunities? Yeah, I mean, well, like we talked about, a lot of people are going to cut back their expenses, but it's a temporary thing. So once they come back, there's going to be people that are looking to spend money, consumers and business owners. And then from our aspect of buying and selling businesses, we're going to see a huge market opportunity and potentially the market shift we've been talking about for a very long time, which is the baby boomers coming to market to sell their businesses. Yeah, we're going to see that. And with the SBA financing out there, number one, they're going to waive the fees probably for a little while. So you can get a 7A loan or a 504 loan probably till the end of this year, maybe even to, to next year with no fees. That's about thirty dollars or $40,000 of savings per million. Then forget if you took the seven eight if you took the disaster loan and somehow you got a million or two million dollars and you still have that on your balance sheet you have two choices you could either send it back because there'll probably be no prepayment penalties I'm sure there's no prepayment penalties and or you could invest in another business pick up another location do something to actually even make more money and looking at the interest rates I mean the interest rates are. I mean, as low as they can possibly get right now, right? So with that, it combined with the availability of capital, businesses on the marketplace, if you're a buyer, there's going to be a ton of opportunity. If you're looking to grow your business in preparation for a sale, you could consider growth through acquisition to try and get your business to a higher SDE or EBITDA level so you can up those multiples. There's just going to, there's going to be a lot that's going on, but it's all going to be contingent on your business getting through this. So implementing this bridge plan, so you are there in the game to excel when everything kicks back up. Yeah, how many times do we say uh, in past days, uh, after the dot-com meltdown, after 9-11 when stocks went down, after the uh, economic downturn when real estate prices were depressed, how many times do we look at ourselves and said, we should have done this? Well, here's your opportunity, folks. As soon as this starts to creep back, and you're already seeing it sometimes in the stock market, people testing that bottom, because what's going to happen is as soon as it, as soon as there's some certainty that this is going to end or they have a timeline, we're going to be able to uh, be, it, people are going to rush back into the marketplace and you want to be there too. Yeah. So we know, we know it's hard. I mean, Andy and I are going through the same thing too. We know it's hard to cut expenses. We know it's hard and difficult to have conversations with vendors and landlords and employees, but it's what needs to be done to bridge the gap, to get you from where we are today. Like you said, and Andy, a period of uncertainty to that finish line, that certainty when things are going to end and when things are going to kick back up. And if you're in the game, you're well positioned to take advantage of that market upswing. Yeah. And Again, we're here to help you. Uh, we want, we are huge fans of entrepreneurs. We are a supporter of the small business community. We are here to be your sounding board. Uh, we have, uh, again, we have uh, Zoom meetings that we can meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. We could talk you through some of this. We're willing to talk about, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be fed up after this. So a lot of those baby boomers who are hanging around because the market was so great are going to finally look at us and say, hey, I'm ready to go. Well, we're here to help you start talking about that. Is today the day to put your business on the market? Probably not. Uh, but we could certainly start planning. And, you know, again, we're here, we'll answer the phone, we're answering emails. Uh, you could go on any of the social media platforms and contact us. Uh, we're here to help, right? 
Yeah. And anything you need, if, even if you just need, uh, like Andy said, a sounding board, ideas of how to renegotiate, what your expenses should be. I mean, we negotiate all day long and we negotiate with landlords all day long. So if you don't know how to approach your landlord or something as simple as that, we're here to help. So we'll drop our contact information into the show notes, but you can always reach us at thedealboardpodcast.com. And again, this survival guide is available for you at tworld.com slash bridge. Yeah, stay safe, everybody. I'm super proud of America and how we're coming together, the world literally, how we're coming together, keeping ourselves indoors, keeping ourselves safe. Uh, Let's again, be good citizens and be a part of this solution. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Welcome back, everybody. And for our deal of the week this week, we have my husband, Al Fiakovich, joining us to share a transaction he recently closed in the niche manufacturing industry. So, Al, welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about this deal. Thanks, Jessica. I'm glad to be here. So, this was a business in niche manufacturing that did something related to the funeral services. So, mainly memorials, and uh, they also had a commercial segment of their business. And who was the buyer for this transaction? The buyer for this transaction was was another business owner that wanted to diversify. And his previous business or his current business is getting some pressure from regulatory agencies. So he wanted to diversify into something, quote unquote, boring. Boring industries are sometimes the most stable. So tell us a little bit about the numbers. What did the business sell for? What was the multiple? And what was the deal structure? Deal structure was an SBA loan. This deal went for about 800000 The multiple was about 3x. There was a little bit of seller carry, but primarily it was cash at close. Well, boring industries also sell for good multiples, so that's great. So if we have someone listening to the show that is interested in niche manufacturing or even memorial services and would like to talk to you about their deal, how would they get in touch with you? Sure, you can call me. 720-357-6853 or email me al at tworlddenver.com. And we'll drop that contact information into the show notes. Al, thanks for joining us again on the deal board. No problem. Death and taxes. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for listing of the week. Welcome back, everybody. And this week for our listing of the week, we have Mike Hall joining us from Transworld Business Advisors in Raleigh. Uh, He's a business broker there. He's been on the show before. Mike, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's good to be with you, Jessica. So, Mike, you've got a great listing in the transportation industry. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, this is a very unique listing. Um, This company has found a way to serve the the folks in the area where we are by providing transportation for uh, children um, who cannot otherwise ride school buses. And this is a federally mandated, required uh, rule that these children have to be provided with transportation. And we're in a very growing area of central North Carolina. And so the need for this is only going 
higher and higher. Great. Well, it sounds like a really good listing and interesting industry too. Tell us a little bit about the numbers. You know, what's the asking price of the business and what's the seller's discretionary earnings? Right. So we have the listing price set at $6 million and the SDE for this business is right around $2,761,000. Wow. So pretty good. Just over two times, which on that size business is a, is a good price. So it sounds like an interesting listing and something some people should consider um, if they're looking into the transportation industry or just a good cash flowing business. How would they get in touch with you to learn more? Yep. They can simply give me a call. My number is 919-424-1927. Excuse me, I have a slip of the brain there. And then my email address is mhall at tworld.com. Great. And we'll drop that contact information into the show notes too for the listeners. Mike, thank you for joining us on the deal board again. Thank you very much, Jessica. You guys take care. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions, would like to appear, or have suggestions for topics for the show, get in contact with us through our website, thedealboardpodcast.com. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.